Let me tell you about a new show that I came across lately. It's called One Nation Radio and is that kind of show that simply unites the entire world through the voice of the host. So just go ahead, give it a listen and support John Gora who is a new podcaster and will definitely appreciate it. We all know how hard it is to grow, right? Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey of our business startup or we're coaching or we're writing and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there. But that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anite. I would love to work with you further on and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Impact by Choice podcast with your host, Andrada Aniete. Today in the evening, I had the pleasure to be invited uh, by someone that I've met on LinkedIn some time ago and I've been following and I've been inspired by to, to watch a session on, on the topic of mentorship. And that meant a lot to me because it was so timely for me and um, the speech was, was so inspiring and the keynote speaker of the session was a woman and that's even more empowering to, to learn how a team of men invite uh, a female, a, a woman to, you know, to be the, the center of a session. Um, so just because of this, I felt the need to jump on a, on a call with Daryl Freighter. Welcome to the show, Daryl. Thank you for accepting my invitation to be my guest tonight. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you joining the session. It was great. And the comments and the, and the messages you sent me on Facebook really got me excited. And I was just happy to see that you're very engaged in the conversation. It really meant a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and I, I did it because I felt it. Because as I said, the topic is really dear to me. I've been, you know, uh, I've been mentored, so to say, for a while now. And I, I witnessed on my own skin what it means um, and how important it is. And I know that you guys in the show um, stress the fact that mentorship is, um, you know, is um, multidimensional. So that uh, there's many directions from uh, which mentorship comes and to which mentorship can go. Uh, it would be, I think, very beneficial for the listeners if you could dive in into uh, that very portion for a bit. Yeah, so pretty much we spoke about how mentorship can come in so many different forms. Um, you have the traditional mentorship where you have one person that's mentoring another person, most likely in person that you're meeting on a regular basis um, or even through phone. Um, but with the power of the internet and the access that the internet gives to other people, you can have mentors all over the world. You can have mentors anywhere um, in the world and in different forms that you can utilize to help you in your business, in your personal life, in anything that you're doing. Um, because mentorship really is a speedway to succeeding in whatever you wanna do in life. Because on your own, you're gonna go through a lot of trials and tribulations and trying to get it right or do it um, and progress, but you can skip so many of those hurdles through mentorship. 
Um, so one example I gave um, during the uh, call was that for me personally, I'm a startup consultant and I'm getting into angel investing. So some of the people that mentor me are like Gary Vaynerchuk or Jason Calacanis who have invent, invested in startups and have advised startups as well. And I use their podcast as a way for them to mentor me. Now, I've met Gary Vaynerchuk before, haven't met Jason Calacanis, but they don't know me one-on-one -on -one as the person that they mentor me. But I consider them a mentor because through their content, through their books, through their audio books, through their podcasts, through their content they put on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and, and Instagram, they mentor me through the knowledge that they provide freely on the internet. And I've learned so much through just looking into their content and listening and learning from them that I consider them a mentor. Now that's far from a traditional mentorship where it's someone that you're meeting in person, but the value is still there where you're learning so much from the information that they're putting out and it's readily available for you to get at any time in life and that it's fully accessible where you can rewind, watch it again, take notes and still have it. So it's like through your you know books and everything, we have all this information where someone can mentor you um, in a scalable way. And it's, it's such a great resource that you should tap into. And then also um, the traditional way, my father was my first mentor. He's an entrepreneur, he's a purebred entrepreneur. Growing up watching him grow his business, it was something that really inspired me to become an entrepreneur and to be focused on using entrepreneur as a way to empower others. And I personally believe that all the world issues that exist can be solved through entrepreneurial endeavors. And through entrepreneurship, we can problem solve our way to a better society. Right, that's correct. Anyway, I think that uh, the business world is, is heading more and more towards entrepreneurship, right? Do you agree with that? 100%. Okay, and um, in regards to, to mentorship, because I, am, um, I want to ask you, how do you feel? Do you also mentor? Uh, you mentor uh, businesses, right? But do you also mentor people one by one, one on one? Yep. So, um, okay. Uh, then my question is this, um, in your vision, the mentor is the person is the decision maker or the person that is receiving the, the mentorship. Well, the mentee, right. Is the decision maker. Now uh, my question actually goes like this. How do you, uh, what do you think about the power of choice? Who should have the power of choice in this relationship? That's actually a very interesting question. I, I believe that it's not so much of who has the power in the relationship. I believe that it's a two-way street where it's a mutual power exchange relationship where both parties are adding value to both of the experiences within the context of that relationship. So a mentor shouldn't be telling a mentee what to do. And a mentee shouldn't be telling the mentor what they want them to do as a mentor. It's more of a conversational relationship where wherever they can provide value and exchange value, that transfer is happening um, in so many different ways. Um, and it really depends on the dynamic of the relationship because people are, are different. You maybe have a mentor that is very outgoing and you maybe have a mentee that's very shy, or you may have the opposite, or you may have two shy people, you may have two very outgoing people. The dynamic of the relationship is gonna dictate exactly how that relationship is gonna go. And actually sometimes there's not a right fit, sometimes there's a perfect fit, and that will determine you know, the relationship between the two individuals, the mentor and the mentee. Um, so I don't believe that it should be one person has the power, one person doesn't. 
to really how do we work together to achieve a common goal and to help you reach your goals and do what you want to do in life to be successful. Brilliant. Um, I remember there was a funny question uh, during the call. Someone asked if they should go to their boss and ask them if they could, <laughs> if they could mentor them. And I loved your answer, which was um, that usually a mentor should not be looking for a mentee, but vice versa. Can you please develop on this for a bit? Yeah, I, I thought that was an interesting question as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, in, in the session, I, I told the person, um, when it comes to a, a mentor and a mentee relationship, a mentor shouldn't really go out and say, hey, I want to mentor you. You know, that's not an issue with that because sometimes the relationship starts that way and it's a beautiful relationship. But I truly believe that the purest and the best relationships come from when the mentee, the person with the problem, is seeking help and you as a mentor are there to provide guidance to help them problem solve and to to fix whatever problem is going on in that person's life so i believe that um there has to be a transfer of value where both parties are seeing a benefit and uh, for that question it was uh how do we approach our, our boss to ask them to to be a mentor and it, it's like you typically your boss is not going to want a subordinate to mentor them you know what value would the boss get out of it you know and if the boss wanted to be mentored by you they would ask you know right. so just be mindful of um when it comes to the mentor mentee relationship both parties want they have to want to be involved or it's not going to work that's true that's true one more thing that i want to touch before i forget <laughs> Um, is the fact that someone mentioned that it's okay, I think the keynote speaker mentioned that it's okay to have different mentors for different areas. And at some point, I think that some people may believe, such as I can, I must admit that I've been there, uh, that if you have one mentor, you feel like betraying them if you uh, choose to talk to someone else in the same time. Can you tell us for a bit what is... Um, what is the benefit of having different mentors? I understand that there are different areas and people are qualified, so to say, in different, uh, in different fields. But for a person that feels how I felt, you know, that they're kind of guilty, right? I think that's the proper word. What would you um, advise them in order to get over that guilt and actually seek for different people for different problems? I 100% agree that you should diversify your mentors because um, no one person has all the answers. And it's also good to just bounce different ideas off of different people to get a holistic viewpoint of how can you solve the problem that you're seeking to solve. So by having a diverse group of mentorship, you can have a different pool of people to gather that information. And through diversification, you're able to have a well-rounded thought process of how you should problem solve and reach your goals. So I 100% seek, seek out, you know, more people that can add value to your thought process. And, you know, it's, if you have only one mentor, that's not an issue, um, but do not be afraid to seek knowledge from other sources because the more knowledge you have, the more you're able to make the best decisions that are going to help you, going to help society, going to help your goals be, um, come to existence. So I'm fully, fully in support of having multiple people that you can consult to and um, help you solve problems. And I, I definitely think that 
you're actually restricting yourself if you're tying yourself to just one person for a mentorship role. You know, um, it's really valuable. And through time and through your life, people will serve purposes for that time period. You know, the, the mentor that you had in high school might not be able to be of value to you to when you have, you know, um, your career 10 years down the line. You know, so right. it's definitely a timing thing as well. Certain people have certain expertise that fit a certain time of your life that may not be the same, you know, 20 years down the line, 50 years down the line, or, you know, at any point in life. Um, so it's important to just know when things are needed and know when things are timely and how could you, you know, extract the most value out of the relationships and also give value into the relationship. Because like we said, it's a two-way street. If little or nothing is transmitted, little or nothing will be received. And it's important that you um, operate with that mindset. Right. Um, and there was something else that um, stuck to me. The, the fact that your keynote speaker said that the mentor usually admits that they, you know, you also mentioned uh, the, the two ways uh, process also, but the mentors also, the good mentors, right? The, the um, yeah, the good mentors admit that they also learn from their mentees, right? Yes, 100%. Um, in college, I actually started my own mentoring program mm -hmm. called the Urban Students Bridge to Success um, with a partner of mine, his name is Roger Barrett. We started um, a mentoring program where we, as college students, um, every single week went to two different high schools and we took about 10 of our friends and we mentored on a weekly basis. And so that's me at the age of 19 through 21 um, on a weekly basis mentoring high school students. And I've learned so much through these high school students that it has shaped me to the person I am today. Um, and that experience of mentoring other people helped me grow as a person. And I've learned so much from them that I couldn't imagine a mentor saying that, hey, I'm teaching you a lot of this stuff and I don't really learn anything. You know, if you're right. a good mentor, you have an open mind, you will learn a lot about yourself and learn a lot about the other person and learn about their experiences and how you can add value to your life by mentoring other people. That's impressive, starting to mentor some, somebody else at the age of 19 when other people, you know, uh, maybe some just um, are busy with their computer games and something like that. So it's, it's really admirable that you, you went for, for that. Um, that's, that was one of my next questions, but, it, you know, you intuitively just answered it. Now, I want to ask you something else. How did you come to the calling of mentoring somebody else? I mean, I understand it. In, you know, it just felt right at some point, but how did you come to that realization? That would be interesting to find out. I would say um, when I was in high school, I realized the power of mentorship and how it has helped me progress to me being the person I am today. My first mentor, I always give credit to my father. Just watching him and his entrepreneurial journey molded me into the entrepreneur I am today. But when I was in high school, I joined this program called the Trenton Teen Leadership Corp. And my mentors, Miss um, Alex um, Zareth and Peter Hoyle, uh, the directors of the program, they really taught me about leadership in a very formal way. Um, my father taught me in an informal way, but they taught me leadership in a very formal way that really was a great mentorship and a great opportunity for me to grow as a leader. And through their mentorship, that's when I had the courage and the opportunity to present myself when I was in college to mentor high school students through our program, our nonprofit that we started. So I see the benefit that it had on me and why not take what I already know 
and give it to people that can use it because everyone knows something and have a skill or have value that they can deliver to someone that doesn't have that same skill or value. No matter who you are, or what you are, there's something that you know that someone else doesn't know and will value from that information. Sometimes people overcomplicate the idea of being a mentor and they think that they have to have this world of knowledge, they have to be a PhD, they have to be an engineer, they have to do whatever in their career when that's not the case. As long as you have one piece of knowledge that someone else doesn't know, Mm-hmm. you have the opportunity to mentor and add value to that person. So um, at any age, don't be afraid to get out there and share your wisdom, share your knowledge, and help other people whatever way you think you can. That's a very valuable piece of information because, to be honest, I've been afraid uh, for a long time that I don't know much. And um, I I didn't have, you know, any kind of value to bring to this world. But, you know, as, as life unfolds, so does you know, what I have to give to the, to the world. And it's, it's really interesting to, to see that. So thank you very much for, you know, for stressing out uh, the part of not being afraid because um, it, it's true that we need a lot of courage to go out there and seek for help, first of all, right? As a mentee. Uh, for mentees, what would you suggest, you know, um, as, as a courage booster, Right. Um, I know that there was also a question asking what a mentee should be looking for in a mentor. Uh, and I think that's that's interesting to find out because we set up expectations. Um, and probably most of the time we as mentees, we do not think of what value we can provide ourselves to the mentor. So where do you find yourself, um, you know, in comparison to this to this standpoint? Yeah, I would say um, in terms of the courage uh, for a mentee, um, it starts with self-awareness. Understand what you want in life and try to figure out ways that you can get it. Because once you figure out exactly what you want to do in life, or if you have even a vague idea, you can take the steps to try to reach that goal. And through Mm -hmm. mentorship, you can reach it much faster. So if you have exactly or a decent picture of what you want to do or what you want to try, you can approach a mentor, someone that's already successful at that thing that you want to do and see what ways that you can provide value to them. So that way they can also provide value to you. And there's a two way street where both parties are getting value out of the relationship because no matter what it is, someone has to be getting value or giving value in some way, shape or form, whether it's a self satisfaction of feeling like, Hey, I'm happy that I'm helping you out. That's a form of value or value where, hey, you're teaching them something as well because they're mentoring you or well, um, you're like giving them time as like an intern or helping them with something that they're not good at. Let's say that you're a business person, but you don't really know how to use social media. Maybe you can offer, hey, I can help you. I'm 20 years old. I know how to use this social media stuff every day. Let me help you with your social media page. And you know, you can tell me about high, high level finance. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you can provide value in some way, shape or form, that allows the relationship to be sustainable and continuous for the long term. Um, because sometimes mentorship relationships in the short term, you won't see as much value as opposed to a long-term relationship where as problems occur, you have that person you can go to to help you problem solve. Right, so mentorship uh, in, in your vision, uh, is it just a fair exchange of information, so to say, and lessons? Um, my question actually is, should mentorship be just for free or should there be any 
paid mentorship? Um, there's, it really depends on the nature of the relationship. Um, Cause I have mentors that um, I have that I've paid for mentorship. I have mentors that I've done free mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, trade off of kind of a bartering system. Um, there's people that I mentor for free. There's people that I mentor for paid. There's people mm -hmm. I advise um, for equity in their, in their company. Um, so it's really the nature of the relationship and understanding um, that it just needs to be transparent. It needs to be honest and, and clear up front. Um, don't go right. into a relationship where you're saying, hey, I'm going to mentor you for free or I'm going to give you this value for free. But in the whole time, you've been trying to plot how you can convert it into a sale. And mm -hmm. that's not the way you go about it. You know, if you have the intention of, hey, this is my service, I provide XYZ and you give me XYZ compensation, compensation or equity in your business or whatever it may be, um, make sure it's transparent up front and you're never trying to deceive the people that you're trying to establish those mentee-mentor relationships with uh, because every relationship built on lies will crumble. And I guarantee sure. that it will not survive and you will not be able to exchange value between both parties if it's built on lies. So honesty and integrity goes a long way and both parties will be able to benefit and have a genuine relationship if it's built with, with transparency and honesty from day one. That's true. Get ready for the free global app that works for you. WorkApp is set to revolutionize the way people connect in their personal and professional lives. Finally, there's a one-stop shop to help you post jobs or gain employment. Would you like your very own digital shop without any fees or charges? A global messaging service. And you can also post all types of events and courses, and you can buy, sell, or rent any items you wish. WorkApp is a global platform that helps you find what you need, when you need it, without any costs or delays. So, sign up for this exciting new service today. WorkApp works for you. I want to ask you one more thing, which is related actually to your uh, post structure, so to say, because I've seen that you uh, kind of count your posts and you put tip number um, in your post. What's the story be behind all this? Is it everything needs to be that structured or is it a strategy about it or what's, what's the story about it? Uh, so for me, I started posting daily success tips on March 7th of 2018. Mm -hmm. And um, it was um, two, around two years after I left my mentoring program because I started to work at a full-time job about an hour away from my parents' house. So I had to grow up and I had to move. <laughs> um, I was able to uh, participate in my nonprofit because I lived too far away. Um, and after two years or a year and a half or so of working and not be able to, to participate, I like, okay, I'm feeling a lack of fulfillment. How can I add value um, and really have an impact from where I am in life right now? So that's why I started to do the same knowledge that I would be giving to my students or other people, but do it on the internet. Let me just post these daily success tips and help people in the only way I know how, and that's providing advice on how to be successful based on my own experiences and what I've learned through you know, the different mentors in my life. So for me, I pretty much chose to put a number 
on those tips to show people um, that every day I'm doing this, every day is consistent, and that it tells a story of my progression. This is how I'm, the, the, the way I gave my tips on day one may not have been the same how I give my 300th tip. You know right. what I mean? It was like, it tells a story of progression and consistency and how I'm growing as an individual. And also it's documenting my life. You know, when I post those tips, it's not me in a very calculated way, figuring out how do I provide the, the most strategic tip. It's me, what's currently relevant to my life at this point in life. And then I upload it, you know, and I try to get people involved. I try to share other people's story. I try to put other people's, um, you know, advice out there as well. So that way it's not just about me, but it's all about helping people and transferring value between different people at any way, shape or form. Um, so with my tips, you know, I'm, I'm doing it and I'm, you know, been every day uh, for almost 300 days now. And um, I, I'm just going to keep it going and try to provide as much value as I can to people. And eventually I'm going to make a book into it. And I'm going to feature right. different entrepreneurs, feature um, other people's stories. So that way, um, there's opportunity to, to get people some exposure, get people to share their stories. And that way that there's so much, you know, diversity in the knowledge that I'm sharing. Mm -hmm. It's not just from one point of view, it's coming from multiple people's point of view. So I will actually be um, taking submissions for sharing your stories um, on how you have been successful and how um, your, you know, advice for success will aid to other people. And I'll be taking submissions for that pretty soon. So stay tuned for information on that. That's going to go into my 365 Days of Success Tips uh, book. So um, be, be, be on the lookout for that. That's awesome. And you're definitely an inspiration. And it's funny because on January 1st, I started my second 365 Days Challenge. Um, and this time I'm posting uh, different motivational quotes, be it from my book or from Einstein or from different people. You know, today I, I shared one from Rahila Khan, for instance. Um, and um, it's interesting to see that if you really want to be consistent in something, you can and you will. Uh, the first time that I did this challenge was three years ago and I did it on Facebook and I just posted one flower each day as you know personal therapy and nothing else um so you know learning about the fact that you're doing the 365 days yourself it's just so inspiring and you know now i feel very very happy that i asked you what's what's with the numbers behind behind them and i can't wait for your book to come out i i so look forward because i'm sure that it's gonna be a huge success and it's definitely gonna make a huge impact on people's lives. But other than that, tell us please one more thing that you use in your daily life besides your business uh, to make an impact on the people around you. One thing I use, um, I would say volunteering, um, just to be able to go into your community and to add value in, what, in whatever way you can provide it currently. I volunteer at the local Boys and Girls Club and I teach an entrepreneur course. Mm -hmm. um, and students, they're so passionate about learning business and, and, and getting into the entrepreneur spirit that they didn't really think about before. They kind of stumbled into the class and didn't really know what was going on. And now they're in love with it. You know, they decided to, in the class, open up an apparel store and they're selling, you know, t-shirts and, and hoodies and, and different, you know, promotional items that's repping their brand. 
and it's very much of a cool experience for them. And I'm just so glad that I could provide that value to teach them about business and entrepreneurship and have them see results and have them see that it doesn't matter how old you are. Some of those kids are 14 years old and they're really running a business. You know, they're really wow. using strategy and using their teamwork to be able to drive sales to the store that they just opened three weeks ago. And it's like, with the power of mentorship, I help them skip so many hurdles that they would have to learn on their own to start a business, to market it, to build a team. How do we keep the team motivated and all the aspects of starting a business? I'm the mentor, so I'm able to provide that to them and they can learn without going through all the trials and tribulations of failure. So it allows, and, there, and the thing is, mentorship is not gonna be a shortcut that's gonna just eliminate failure. They're still gonna fail on their own, but it's gonna smoothen the road to where the, the, the road is not gonna destroy the tire, it's just gonna bump the tire and they yeah. can keep it going. So it doesn't stop the journey, it keeps it going, it just makes everything much more smooth so they can learn along the way, um, but have some type of guidance. And it's so powerful um, that if you just go out and volunteer your time, you're gonna be able to impact the lives of other people in a way that you would have never thought you would be able to. Um, so going out and getting involved in your community and helping out is, is a way that I have um, really been passionate about providing value and helping others. That's so beautiful. Um, related to, you know, mentoring all these kids, do you think that these kids fell in love with what you're teaching because they like um, the information, they, they like to receive the information or because they like you as a person? I mean, how much important is the human aspect, the, the fact that you present yourself as you are and you become likable to others? I definitely think it's a combination uh, because it has to be aligned. You know, the context of what you're providing and the context of the relationship and the person that's delivering that information, it needs to be aligned with the goals of the students. Uh, my students, they came in not even knowing what class it was. With the Boys and Girls Club, they just sometimes get thrown into classes. And um, they came into this one not knowing, but you know, for me, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship. So they just kind of felt my passion and resonated with them. And then they developed their own passions in entrepreneurship. Now they're talking about after this class, I'm starting my own business. I'm doing something completely different and I'm going to be able to use what I learned here to do something on my own. And then guess what? I'm going to teach my little brother how to do this. I'm going to teach my cousin and my friends and we're all going to be entrepreneurs. And this is going to be an amazing thing that's going to spread where people are motivating other people to follow their dreams and to do what other people think that they can't do. And it's important that they understand that it all starts with reaching out and touching another person because the effect of reaching out and another touching another person can have on society globally at scale is tremendous. And that's how people as, as a society are able to move society forward and we can progress to solve world issues and different things that are holding people back and allow more unity, equality, and happiness amongst all people globally. That's so beautiful. And it shows how passion actually is being able to be, um, you know, trans transferred to other people and how transferring your passion creates ripple effect on and on and on. That's absolutely admirable. And to do that with, uh, with kids of 14 years old and then to go home and say, I'm going to teach my little brother. That's absolutely amazing. And just tell me that the little brother came on uh, one time to your to your classes 
also, did they? <laughs> so none of the kids have come. They haven't brought any of their brothers or sisters, but they tell me like, I like bounced this idea of my little brother and he's excited too. Um, so right now I'm actually talking with the Boys and Girls Club to open up the class or have a different session for younger kids as well. Um, and also with another business that I'm working with called the Urban Entrepreneur Centers of America, we're gonna have different courses for different ages. And currently we only teach high school students, but the long-term goal is to have a K to career teaching model where we can teach kids entrepreneurship all the way from kindergarten to when they're adults starting and running their own businesses. So this is just the very beginning of the start of teaching entrepreneurship to youth and we're gonna scale it and grow it and, and we're gonna you know, get this business model out to the masses and be able to have an impact on so many different people that wanna start businesses and to really give people back the power of being able to have control over their own wealth through entrepreneurship. Wonderful, from kindergarten. Oh my God, well, that's, the that earlier, the better. Definitely the earlier, the better. Sorry? The earlier, the better. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, and that's definitely going to change a lot of perspectives throughout the world. Tell us, uh, Daryl, <clears throat> sorry, where can people find your work besides LinkedIn? Is there any website that you would like to guide them to? Or you mentioned um, uh, Urban Entrepreneur. What, where where? can people find all the information about all you my, and what you do? Yeah, all my information is on my website, darrellfrater.com. That's D-A-R-R-E-L-F-R-A-T-E-R.com. Has pretty much um, links and um, information on almost everything I'm doing. Um, I try to keep as much of it on there. Um, some things are missing. Um, some of the new projects that I'm working on are, are not up there yet, but um, majority of the things I do is on there. You can always reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, that's where I, you know, uh, do the most of my um, reaching out to people and talking to, to people. So um, don't don't hesitate to reach out to me if you are um, seeking advice, seeking a mentor, seeking someone that wants to help you or get advice or just to say hey. Um, but um, check my website out and and feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, say hey for sure. Daryl is pretty cool. I said hey to him on Facebook today and he just sent me the link to, you know, to his, um, to the adventure that I witnessed today. Please tell us, Daryl, what are your plans further on in regards to, you know, in, in the near future? What, what will you be putting out there for, for people? You mentioned the book, but besides that, what, what can people learn about you more? Uh, my primary focus right now is um, startup consulting. So I advise and I invest in startup businesses, primarily in the tech space, but I do venture out a little bit. I have three um, clients that are of mobile apps and I have one client that's actually an apparel company. Um, but I, I specialize in helping your business create business models that scale. So a lot of people have great ideas, but they don't know how to monetize that business idea or how do I scale it to a, a global enterprise level or to a level where thousands or hundreds of thousands of people are valuing from your product or service. So that's where I specialize, coming up with business models that scale. And that's what I'm doing with my clients. Um, the most recent client I just um, onboarded is a social um, media app called Prom Social. That's specifically for prom goers and alumni of, of, of schools that have went to prom. Mm -hmm. And pretty much the premise is um, for high school students, you know, when you're 
looking for your prom date, when you're looking to vote for prom king or queen, or you want to share pictures or videos from prom, you go to prom social, you connect with your friends, and you guys, you know, go to the virtual prom of your school. And um, it's a pretty cool experience. It's also great for alumni because they can go on and go back to their old prom and connect with people and friends from back then and reconnect and reminisce on their prom days. So it's a very uh, unique app. I, I really love it. And uh, the, the founder is a, is a great guy. He's very passionate about what he do and he really wants to, to bring this resource to um, high school students all across the world and also um, people to reminisce and go back to their high school days and remember those friendships and those relationships from prom. Um, so I'm excited to work with him. That sounds extremely sweet, and I'm sure that it's going to be a huge success because it's definitely unique. I've never heard of anything alike before. Yeah, I would love your feedback. Promsocial.com. It's on iOS and Android. Um, so check it out, Promsocial. Yeah, for sure. We will. Anyway, um, thanks a lot for joining me today, Daryl. It's, it's really amazing to see how you... Uh, what do you do for people around you and in how many ways you actually create an impact on them. It's been awesome and fun to have you with me today. Thank you very much for giving me from your time in such a short notice. I appreciate it very much. Again, thank you for inviting me to, uh, to watch the episode that you put out on, on Facebook today. And I do wish that you have an amazing time ahead and we're going to be talking soon. Definitely. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for reaching the end of this episode. I wish you an amazing day ahead. And please, don't forget, smile at life, and life will smile right back at you. Have you heard of Arian? If not, you may want to head to Amazon, look for The Man, The Moon and The Gasket. That's my book. I know that you'll fall in love with the main character and with the person that pops up on the way in order to help him unveil that adventure which is called self-development. So let me know what you think. Thanks!